0: Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, August 4th. On this date in 1944, 15-year-old Anne Frank was arrested with her sister, parents, and four others by the Gestapo. The family had been hiding for two years inside of a building in Amsterdam. Anne and her sister Margot died at a concentration camp, but Anne's diaries told a very... Personal story about the Holocaust. And here's your Friday trivia question. On this date in 1957, the Everly brothers introduced their upcoming single on The Ed Sullivan Show, but it caused some controversy. Some radio stations even banned the song. Can you name it? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, Let's check in on the hot weekend forecast over at the First Alert Weather Center.
1: Good morning, everyone. Meteorologist Chris Holtzman here. We have a stalled front overhead that will keep showers and storms in the forecast for the rest of the day. Notice the most widespread activity this morning and then into the afternoon. That activity will become a bit more isolated, but still we're expecting it to be widespread temperatures today. We are in the 80s and uh, notice those clouds really keeping the temperatures down. It is more humid today, though. You will notice that. And Future Tracker verifies as we head through the afternoon afternoon again activity won't be as widespread but we will be dodging some showers and storms now for tonight temperatures are in the 70s and then as we head into the weekend warmer highs will be near 90 degrees but we still have scattered showers and storms across the area there's our seven-day forecast which shows the most widespread rain chance today you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader Live 5 news Now, let's get to your morning headlines.
2: The preservation of historic African-American communities in Charleston is on the minds of dozens of community members after a meeting last night.
0: The Gullah Geechee Heritage Preservation Project is a two-year, $100,000 initiative by the city of Charleston in partnership with Charleston County, the town of Mount Pleasant, and the Preservation
2: Society of Charleston. Live 5's Emily Johnson was at that meeting and tells us more.
1: The meeting last night connected with the Gullah Geechee Heritage Preservation Project, which is a grant that focuses on keeping these communities alive. Last night was the third of eight public information sessions throughout the Lowcountry held for the collaborative project that supports documentation and preservation of these historic African-American communities. The project hopes to connect African-American communities with assistance and support with the grant money, as well as through historic surveys, archival collections, and the National Register of Historic Places. Members of the Gullah Geechee community hope the grant can help them show others their history through tourism, not losing historic communities in the area and preserving specific landmarks.
2: I'm, I'm grateful when I see History Charleston Foundation engage and involve as they are or the Preservation Society engage and involve as they are. They, I think it gives a sense of optimism that at the end of the day this is an American story. This is our story. This is about the foundation of our democracy and the history that we can tell.
1: The deadline for community input is on October 2nd, so if you're interested in sharing some of your opinions, visit our website, live for more information. In Mount Pleasant, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. One developer is continuing to
2: push for the construction of six new golf courses on St. Helena Island. That's despite Buford County denying the plans. Yesterday, four groups filed motions to intervene in the developer's appeal and defend the county's decision. St. Helena Island is part of a cultural protection overlay district, meaning the development of gated areas, resorts, and golf courses is prohibited. Back in March, the developer purchased Pine Island
0: for $18 million to build the golf course's despite those restrictions. Since the developer
2: appealed, the case now is in the hands of a circuit court. A month after the Colleton County community lost six of their own in a deadly stabbing and a house fire, the family of the victims are trying to pick up the pieces. Such a sad situation there. Family members who
0: are trying to cope are calling it a nightmare. The family says the Green Pond community has been the only thing holding them together. The family laid five of its loved ones to rest at the Dorothy Cemetery and built a memorial site near the family home several family members were shocked to hear who authorities believe was responsible for the murders
2: Ryan manigo the man on your screen here was arrested and charged for those six deaths including his own 11 year old daughter on Monday more than a dozen new charges were brought against him including incest and criminal sexual conduct of a minor the family says the death penalty is what they see would constitute as justice
0: one sign that the summer is coming to an end is when public pools and water parks start to close but one water park in our area is closing early for other reasons. Today is the last day of the season for Splash Island at Mount Pleasant Palmetto Islands County Park. Officials are shutting down the water park due to a lifeguard staffing shortage. Many of the lifeguards are students and they have to start packing up and heading back to the classroom. Despite this, pass holders will still be able to use their pass for Whirland Waters Adventure Park for the remainder of the season.
2: The Isle of Palms is revamping an emergency vehicle beach access path at the IOP County Park to enhance community safety. Earlier this week, a new design was approved that includes a 12-foot wide path with a firm driving surface, a resting area with a power hookup, and a widened gate at the beach end of the path. The paths are important because they make it easier for first responders to get to the scene as quickly as possible. City officials said that their goal is to get a contractor for the project in November and a notice to proceed in January so it's completed before next year's beach season. Union leaders are now training members for crane jobs after winning the rights to every job at the Hugh Leatherman Terminal. The International Longshoremen Association argued in court that a contract gave union members the right to the jobs. Last week. A judge ruled in the union's favor, but there is still no timeline for the billion dollar loading site, which has gone unused since it opened. ILA members are excited about the state of the jobs following that ruling.
1: And so, yes, the membership is really excited about it. Um, We have already put some things and I've already mentioned it to the the bargaining parties that we're going to proceed. We're trying to train, um, get fully ready. Um, For the actually, when they're going to actually honor the decision.
2: Union opponents have been clear in their disappointment of the ruling, calling it a union takeover. Governor Henry McMaster called the union's boycott of the terminal unlawful and supports taking the case to the Supreme Court. The city of
0: Charleston says it's still having issues as it cracks down on illegally parked auto carriers on Savannah Highway. City officials said those carriers pose a big safety risk when parked along the median or on along the side streets. They say it's the police department's job to issue tickets and pass the information to the Department of Livability, who then issues public violation summons. Since April, five out of the six issued by the department have gone to Baker Automotive. One of their carrier drivers told us many dealerships don't have enough room for drivers to pull in and that there are communication challenges. Baker Automotive has not responded to a request for comment. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1957, the Everly Brothers introduced an upcoming single on the Ed Sullivan Show that some radio stations banned. The song was called Wake Up, Little Susie. Celebrating birthdays this Friday, actor-screenwriter Billy Bob Thornton is 68. Former President Barack Obama is 62. Retired Major League Baseball pitcher Roger Clemens is 61. Actor Daniel Day Kim is 55. Former race car driver Jeff Gordon is 52. And actors Dylan and Cole Sprouse are 31. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Morning Y'all powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Happy Friday. I'll talk to you Monday.
2: Morning Y'all is produced every weekday
1: morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7
2: from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.